What's up, boo? Ho, ho, ho. Mary 420. Ty, how are you doing? Wow, it is 420 today. Shout out all to all of our Kush-loving breadheads. Mm-hmm. To all the Budway fans. Uh, you know, today's for you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, are you are you high right now? Are you are you gone off the bean? <laughs> gone off the leaf? Gone off the lettuce? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm no, I'm I'm dead sober. I the only I've only done one thing today to celebrate 420, and that is I I transferred five dollars of crypto to my friend who gave me some weed gummies. Ah, uh, yes. Sluggish, yeah. stupid. That, those are so those are some words that come to mind when I think of you, Ty, yeah. a big wee head. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Frank Ocean for those uh those words that come to mind. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I see uh, you did crack a beer with me today. Ty well, and I are t- drinking two brewskis on the pod. What do you yeah, got that's there? A fact. I got uh, a nice ass bottle of 33 acres of sunshine, French Blanc. Uh, perfect for a day as sunny as today absolutely and likewise i have the beach ipa or no it's just the beach rattler actually from uh from the old strathcona brewery Mm, local local favorite and uh you know what ty they go together just as well as we do yeah that's a fact the beach and the sunshine wow you're like the meat and i'm the vegetables that's the equivalent oh yeah now I'm surprised that you're uh, sipping a brewski right now, bud, because I expect you to be zooted off the lean today from that gentle <laughs> malpractice you had last week. <laughs> that um, Wow, that residual uh, lean and that uh, those ice in my veins that was injected into my, into my mouth, uh, mm-hmm. it, actually, it actually wore off only two hours after my procedure. Um, wow. But yeah, I did actually get my root canal done on Friday right after last podcast episode and uh let me tell you i didn't feel a goddamn thing by <laughs> really yeah i'm they, impressed they, they froze my mouth steel. they froze my mouth so proper that like the entire time i was watching netflix unbothered like if i close my eyes i wouldn't even know they're like drilling a hole into my tooth that the modern medicine is incredible so that, oh, that's yeah. a very millennial moment though to be like in the middle of an expensive dentist per- dental procedure and you're just like what catching up on scrubs <laughs> oh yeah i watched the rolling stones documentary <laughs> ole 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 um <laughs> on netflix in 4k uh at my you know microsurgeon's office <laughs> mm, just straight off the iphone 11 pro oh no dude that was on the samsung 4k uh pinned to the ceiling oh damn <laughs> Yo, yeah, all dentist offices have, like, Samsung TVs, eh? They, they put mm-hmm. out for the, like, the premium television option. Yeah. They don't mess around. Yeah, when you, uh, you know, live and work in the big city, like I do, Ty, <laughs> uh, your dentist office, you know, it could be in Town or on Burrard or something, and, yeah, they do happen to splurge on the nice equipment. Mm-hmm. You get the good coating. Yeah, absolutely. The um, thick stuff. It was really tempting to get my ice uh, frozen for real and get some diamonds in it, but uh, you know, I thought mm-hmm. that wouldn't I wouldn't go very well for me at Subway. I would get lots of let- la- green lettuce stuck in there. That's a good call out. <laughs> and I was going to ask you how the post dental food consumption has been. Are like no crusty white bread for you? Only protein bowls and 
sweet onion sauce smoothies? What are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I have to be careful toasting my sandwich because it could chip a tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, according to my uh, doctor, I have been instructed to not chew on my front tooth for about a week until I go back and get the final restoration done um, mm. by my regular dentist. So that's what I'm looking forward to this week. So stay tuned for update number three on my teeth situation. But um, yeah, until mm, then, I've been uh, until then I've been ripping apart my sandwich very delicately, like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's good for your diet. It's good for the digestion to eat slower. I see you shovel twelve inches down your throat faster than any human should. <laughs> Um, I feel like Subway would be like kind of hit or miss for your situation. Like on one side, like the the tomatoes are so soft and wet and mushy. Like the cucumbers melt in your mouth. The <laughs> banana peppers, they just break down in the mm-hmm. in the bucket. So like mm-hmm. the vegetable side of things, you, you're fine with. You could just slurp that back. True. Just slurp back a tomato. But the, the meat is your real enemy here, Eric, because it's unpredictable. It may be frozen. So you might true. you might wow. chip a toothy. Absolutely true, Ty. As soon as the mm-hmm. vegetables hit the moisture of my mouth, they disintegrate because of mm-hmm. how unfresh they are. But um, you're right. I've been slowly pulling apart sandwiches with my hands and just inserting it into my mouth as far back as possible so I can chew on them safely um, and not risk breaking my newly renovated tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't think I'm chewing better <laughs> because no? I'm chewing I'm chewing slower, which is good. I'm eating slower, but I'm also like really gently like chomping down on them and swallowing. Mm. Um, so I don't know if I'm actually like doing a good job of digesting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good good point. Uh, you, you really you're you're in foreign territory i guess mm-hmm. you could say yeah when i when i chew up a bite i'm really looking for the mvp of what i can stomach at that point it's like mm. is if i bite down on it twice is it soft enough for me to swallow and and go for the next bite these are the, mm-hmm. these are the questions that i'm uh, faced with yeah that that <laughs> that is something to chew on <laughs> it's a hard it's a hard one to swallow isn't it <laughs> yeah i would say just maybe tone it down a little bit stick to the bevies for like fl- liquid lunch you know what does honey say i drink boost for breakfast and orange mm-hmm. for dessert that That's should true. be you my life this week has been like a through the wire movie um but yeah i did manage to whip up a quick protein smoothie right after my dentist appointment and really easily get through that um but you know what speaking of sandwiches i did go on a little hike on saturday mm. Bringing and I brought some uh, sandwiches from Bosa up to the top of the top of the hike, and then consume those with a few beers after my long, hard day's work. Um, wow! So beautiful sandwich yeah. in a view. Yeah, Eat me eating slow forced me to really take in the view and spend a lot longer up there than I wanted to, and uh, eventually burn a little bit. But but I, what I did notice was someone not far from me was eating a foot long up there. No way. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> there, I just, like on, on the way back down, I just walked past this guy wearing jeans who had just hiked up this mountain. 
um, and he had a subway wrapper unfurled on his lap, and he was two-handing a foot long. Of course, that's a uh, that's incredible. One that he would hike multiple hours on a smoker of a day in in jeans. <laughs> he spent <laughs> nothing less in, though, <laughs> especially as like a subway patron. Like subway patrons don't have a good sense of when they should wear pants and when they should wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just show up to Subway in December, it's all shorts. It's just yeah. guys in shorts. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm, uh, I'm anti-short on this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is an anti-short podcast, Ty, because I think the only times you can wear shorts are when you are being active. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I completely agree here. Uh, otherwise, like I have a very European approach to dress lower dress wear in which it which is like whatever you're in an urban center you should be panted up absolutely um but you know what i just feel like uh i just feel really conflicted because i had brought sandwiches to the top and i mm -hmm. thought i was a genius but then i looked at this guy eating subway and i was like this guy's an idiot this the sandwich is definitely soggy and gross yeah like how do that's gonna be a mushy ass sandwich like two hours up a hill in the hot sun yeah and like taking a bite of that soggy ass shit Mm-hmm. That plastic Jeez. bag had condensation all over it. Like, oh, was staged it. There. <laughs> he needs one of those. <laughs> it would literally be like a greenhouse effect inside your sandwich. You're, you, the, the vegetables have never looked like brighter. <laughs> oh yeah, when you open up That's that a new bag, growth. When you open up the definitely made it hotter for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. contributing to global warming. Yeah. And it, at, it raises the question for me, like, what is a Subway sandwich like two hours into a hike in the scorching hot sun in the forest, you know? Oh. Ah. I mean, like, your desperation to consume food is probably at an all-time high, and that might skew your perception of the flavors. You might be like, this is this is the best fucking footlong I've ever <laughs> had, and it's, like, l- literally melting. Mm-hmm. It's right up there with not being able to taste anything because of COVID. It's like the ultimate excuse to just eat anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's really ballsy of him to try to take a foot long up there. Like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't want to be seen in like such a public place, especially surrounded by like active people, yeah. like eating, munching on a foot long. Social suicide. Just throw yourself off the cliff. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm surprised he didn't uh, whip out a parachute with his uh, big plastic bag. And uh, just just skate down the hill. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does bring up this whole like thought around though about like when you migrate with a sandwich, like mm-hmm. there's some pros and cons for sure. Like one of the cons is like it's gonna taste like crap when you eventually mm-hmm. eat it. Uh, but a pro is that like. I feel like you wouldn't have to declare it like at any borders because mm-hmm. there's no real meat or vegetables in it. So it's a bit of a cross border loophole. You can like traffic sandwiches, yeah. you know, but what what was the uh, thing with British uh, laws? You can't import chicken or something. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm sure they, I guess we did talk about this indeed, <laughs> yeah. actually. And, and I think we landed that it was better for the breadheads because they get to experience global f- flavors in a time of uh, closed borders and closed minds. <laughs> Hashtag take off your mask. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my, that was a big chunk of my weekend. Um, but, you know, I also had a, a larger get together 
on on Sunday. Mm, the super spreader event of the season. What happened? Yeah, I had a nine nine person uh, spreader dinner. <laughs> nine person. Sunday. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Did anybody use protection? Um, Was anyone pricked? Yeah, we actually got some pricks in in the crowd. Um, we had uh, three. Yeah, three of them were vaccinated, which is a blessing. And also two two others mm-hmm. were um, carriers of antibodies. So that makes uh, that mm. makes it really a gathering of four, which is within the legal requirements, I believe. The safe safe Perfect. six rule. <laughs> what a reasonable nine person spreader. Absolutely. Dinner. Now, I would just because two people have antibodies, that's just like the polite way of saying they got the bug and then recovered. So, like, isn't that like a bit of a red flag that they already got sick once that perhaps they are uh, not like following the rules the way they should? Um, But it it wouldn't matter because they can't get it again, or at least for the foreseeable Hmm. future. I don't know how COVID works, man. I don't know that it's like. What what's this? <laughs> you don't know how COVID works. It's pretty simple. When I sneeze on you, when I'm sitting across from you, then you might get it if I have it. That's it's simple, simple eh? bro. Damn. So I should stay inside more. Yeah, you should stay away from me. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but you know, it was a it was so what a is, formal. What is nine, it? Was a more formal, formal. Uh, you know, activation. Um, of some Greek food. <laughs> it was a Greek food activation time. Mm. And uh, it was quite good. I even pulled up with a little uh, bottle of wine, my favorite Barbera. Mm, natty. No Natty today. It was a Barbera. No, no natty. natty? I can't, bring, I can't uh, bring Natty wine as often as I'd like to because I just find like the crowd doesn't appreciate it as much as we do, Ty. That's fair. Most of the time, the non-GMO labels are lost on the the pleb. Yeah, you're paying double for like someone to notice you, but if they don't care or or know, then you know you're just wasting that money. And then it's like tastes weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. To them, they're like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" And then you're like having to introduce them to this like weird subgenre of food and drink, yeah, and totally. you're like, uh, "I don't know. It's expensive, so you should like it." <laughs> yeah, I get that. I feel like. The, even just the concept of like wild fermentation is a little bit too perverse for like a family <laughs> dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, when I say natural wine, they're like, oh, did you buy it at Whole Foods or, or where'd you get this? I'm like, oh, damn, it's like, <laughs> they, always, they always say that like it's a, um, an, like a, a diss. It's like, dude, you bought your beer at a gas station. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But you know what? There's something down to earth and kind of refreshing about that. Back to basics, Ty. That's why we're going to reappropriate the ham sandwich at Subway. I see. We're going to elevate it and uh, celebrate Mm -hmm. it. Next time we go to Subway, I'm going to get the ham sandwich with just mustard (laughs) and mayo. Wow. A weirdly popular option. I see a lot of just like simple tins getting the ham and mayo and mustard sandwich untoasted for some garbage (laughs) reason. And they love it. They live and die by Mm -hmm. it. I think that something about the the a classic, the reductivism is it, of it appeals appeals to the palate. So we should take it for a ride. I think, we should, I think we're obligated to at this point. But um, mm-hmm. you know, if minimalism and like perfecting simple UI is like considered like 
like expert level you know like if you're able to build mm-hmm. something of quality at its in its simplest form then you mm-hmm. are a master of your craft right so are we maybe um not giving these people the respect they deserve mm. yeah <laughs> I, I see where you're coming from like i i think my own personal like motivations for minimalism are often at odds with the kind of maximalism that subway affords and uh there's definitely some tension there (laughs) i'm not really sure how i should critique a like a three ingredient football the ali olio of sandwiches you gotta you gotta be pretty on on your game if you're gonna get a three ingredient yeah both artist and patriot at that point you're looking at you know the specifics of what's fresh that day, um, what mm-hmm. meat pairs with what vegetable, you know, mm-hmm. um, versus mm-hmm. us where we just load her up, load her up with several sauces, and then you can't taste anything but the sauce concoction that you've just drummed up. So it doesn't matter because it all yeah. tastes good. <laughs> Precisely. And I think, that, honestly, that would be my recommended play for any newbie at Subway, for anybody that's like wants to explore at Subway. It's a security blanket. It's a security sauce blanket. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, mm-hmm. So back to Natty Wines for a sec. Do you think Natty yeah. Wines are a fad that are going to, is just going to fade away? Like, is it going to suffer the same fate as, as fusion beers or infused beers? Like, mm. it's like, um, like jalapeno lagers and shit like that. Right, right. So just to make sure, play this back to you. I bought a beer gorita <laughs> last week. Is that a fusion beer? Um, yeah, absolutely. What was in it? Is it supposed to be like a lime lime flavored beer? Like a Corona with a lime yeah, in it? Yeah, it, it's literally like half beer, half margarita. Or maybe it was like, yeah, basically a Miller Lite with, <laughs> with like a shot of lime juice in it. I'm not oh, really yeah, sure. Um, I think it's absolutely what I'm talking about. That's a yeah. fusion beer? Yeah. I don't know. I think Natty Wine is here to stay. I think, like, there's this, uh, the zeitgeist, the millennial zeitgeist is fixated on artisanal bevies right now. And, like, wine has always been an artisanal bevy, but it always marketed itself to, like, the old white-collar crowd. Uh, And, like, it needs, like, this new youthful energy injected in it to make it cool again and i think that injection is nattiness mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah you're right mm-hmm. because yeah wine is like this like weird um very like inaccessible culture you know wine culture is like hard to mm-hmm. like penetrate as somebody who's like doesn't drink fucking wine every single night you know um, mm-hmm, but if you mm-hmm. can go to a natural wine store and pick out like some kind of funky label, uh, one that might look like, mm-hmm. you know, one of these like weed companies <laughs> with like totally. cool branding, then millennial branding. Yeah. Then and you, you just, go. you just, you just need to know like three grape varietals and then you're like, have a conversation point and enough club mm-hmm. points to be memorable at a party. It's kind of the equivalent of like, you don't need a car guy to like own and talk about a Tesla and you don't need to like have a well furnished home to own 
a like Casper mattress and then you have like a talking point, mm -hmm. right? You just need like one talking point within any like vertical of your mm -hmm. life. And Natty Wine fulfills that within the uh, like grape based beverage category. That is so true. You know, I did bring the Barbera on Sunday night and I thought a pro move would be like to offer it to my guests or to the host and say, here, I brought this mm -hmm. for you. This is my favorite wine. I hope you like it too. Mm. Just to like let them know. It's like, I know what I'm doing here and this wine is fire and Beautiful. you will like it. But if they have probed, if they had probed me any further, like, oh, what do you like about it? Like, what's what notes are you hitting? I, I would have just like froze. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I froze. Like, uh oh, drinky. <laughs> you just. <laughs> oh, that's why you got to learn the buzzwords, yeah. man. You gotta. You, you just say like, well, it has a raw taste. Yeah. It's untamed, it's organic, full, full bodied. It's a it's a summer white. <laughs> it's funny because you can say so, almost anything and they will just like nod their head and say oh wow and then like take a sip and then agree with you like you could be like mm, totally. almost completely wrong and it would still be fine it's incredible it's like do you taste chestnut and you just nod yeah. along if you, absolutely i don't know what chestnut if you think about like. chestnuts hard enough and you sip anything you'll taste chestnuts <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm tasting it in this beer right now incredible so you had nine people together in a room uh, I presume you, if alongside the Greek food, there was only at least one giant foot long, <laughs> one six not a footer. Single footer. No, no, not a no, single no, footer. No. That's good. Keep keep your secrets to yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, trust me. This was not <laughs> uh, a dinner time conversation. Uh, this podcast, um, but mm -hmm. something that was brought up as a talking point was, um, I was offered some coffee after dinner. Which I think is a very uh, elite dinner move, you know. Like Saturday mm -hmm. night, you're you're having a nice little late dinner, and then around ten o'clock, when you it's time to go for drinks afterwards, you have a nice little shot of espresso, and then you have just enough mm -hmm. energy to get through the night. Um, but you know, absolutely, this got me thinking though. It's like after a heavy meal, a shot of coffee is like perfect just to bounce back. It's like doing a bump of cocaine. <laughs> it's like when, mm -hmm. it's like yeah, when you're totally. like drunk and you like have to drive home you just do some coke and you're like it level sets you <laughs> yeah find your equilibrium yeah. so so i think i see where this is going yeah Eric, so but i'll let you finish exactly you got it Ty. so it reminds me a lot of like having a full, whole 12 inches of sandwich at lunchtime and then having to like mm -hmm. you know sleepwalk your way back to the office what if you had a little small coffee a little a little macchiato, a little cortado situation after your sandwich. Mm -hmm. to just, you know, get you back to where your mind's supposed to be. I, I really love this idea, Eric, and I'll tell you why. One, uh, the forgotten Subway Cafe experience. This is a great <laughs> introduction for your regular patron to the Subway Cafe. Mm -hmm. For the breadheads that don't know, that's a segment in the corner of the menu, which is Subway's Second wave coffee bar Second experience. wave. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you uh, walk us through what I is have seen... in the Subway Cafe menu? Yeah, I think it's just like a drip and um, maybe you can get it hot or cold. It's pretty simple. <laughs> I don't know that there's anything else. To be honest, I've never been to the Subway Cafe. There are like explicit like Subway Cafe franchises. I've seen them around the city. There's one by a stadium. And oh, really? 
it says Subway Cafe. It still has that uh, like siren smell <laughs> of the bread when you walk by, but the menu has been rebuilt to account for the the breakfast patron. Wow. And they they offer like a selection of uh, breakfast bevies and egg based sandwiches <laughs> on the menu. <laughs> but so <laughs> I see like this is like a venture into that is to like get people into the Subway Cafe experience via a uh, just a, like a just a quick shot mm. after after a meal. And you're right though, like all all Subway sandwiches are downers. So like an upper really would level it out afterwards. Absolutely, especially. <laughs> especially like the signatures like the signature meats if you get if you get a signature foot long eric oh uh, yeah you get a foot long with double meat you should get like straight up complimentary shot of espresso with that just like they got it should you. absolutely come with a free you're shot you're gonna need it um and you're right Ty. every sandwich is a downer at subway um mm-hmm. i love this idea personally i and i think uh you know coffee should be a pre and a post day intake you know what i mean like you start your day with one and you end your day with one um absolutely like, there's nothing i need more than to you know just get my caffeine levels up right before i have to drive home uh mm-hmm. you know because otherwise the you know the sandwich might make me fall asleep at the wheel <laughs> for sure for sure you want you want to get your get your caffeine levels back on top you, you want to be maxed out <laughs> all day long uh i also think that like there's a benefit particularly after the subway meal because you um that that complimentary shot is really gonna like immediately reset your scent levels like the your breath output is no longer that like familiar chipotle mayo (laughs) scent now it's like well combined coffee plus subway that's gonna smell like a weapon of mass destruction (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it'll be pretty dank you know it'll be like grandpa's coffin air oh no <laughs> but but at the same time you've eliminated all traces that you perhaps wind and dined with a foot that long. is absolutely true that's you know exactly why i love a good cigarette after a after a sandwich sig and sammy but i think that might be the golden trifecta siggy sammy espresso <laughs> yeah. totally i think that's definitely something that we're gonna try next time uh you know, it's too bad that there are no coffee shops directly in between our subway and our workplace. But I think, you know, there might be one down the street that opened up last year that we didn't have a chance to go to together. So we're going to have to go go there mm. and uh, get a little, Perfect. little corta, cortadito. Yeah, I like that. I, I mean, I wish that subway offered a better, like, espresso experience. Like, anything would be a better drink option than that cursed utopia <laughs> in the machine. <laughs> so i think like i would do a, I would do even just straight up drip from the way if they could like convince me that their be- beans were like sourced from a like a small a small mm-hmm. farm or a local roast imagine just pulling up with the subway branded coffee cup though like like you know do you ever just judge people when yeah. they pull up with mcdonald's mccafe like paper cup and you're like you oh like you hat. really had to save like a minute and a half just by going through the drive-thru like you couldn't just like walk into a coffee shop and get it mm-hmm. with the uh incredible access we have to specialty coffee nowadays it's actually harder <laughs> to like seek out at mcdonald's to buy like some shit yeah exactly than it is to like walk into some like hipster cafe and buy a flat white from a dude in a <laughs> yeah we'll do with uh <laughs> sleeves and uh like man bun yeah 
like oh, oh sorry i got i chipped some of my fingernail paint into your flat white oh, no. <laughs> it's failing our oh. career you should work at some point mm-hmm. <laughs> be, be a real artist yeah they celebrate artists. <laughs> that's a fact oh boy um yeah, so I'm I'm here for it. I think also an espresso after the meal, after the footy, mm-hmm. a po- post foot long cup of joe really speaks to the Italian heritage that the Subway brand likes to perpetuate. Now we're thinking fresh. We got the we got this Italian herbs and cheese. We got the the kind of the artisanal brick walls and the gardens that evoke a sense of Tuscany, mm-hmm. and now you have a. <laughs> A wicked syrupy slurp straight from the Bialetti Boca <laughs> pot, sitting right next to the uh, toaster. A cup I love of mud, that. Dreams come you know, true. A small, comical sized cup of mud with my sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I need to feel at home. Uh, back in back in Europe, I'm I'm really excited for this future of a uh, post post sandwich espresso. Mm-hmm. I, I me too, and like. I think it would be a really comical contrast to have like the biggest sandwich you've ever seen besides the smallest cup of coffee mm. you could possibly buy. Like previously you're like 30 ounce Coca-Cola, <laughs> like your Coke zero busting with ice cubes mm-hmm. felt like right at home next to that signature sandwich. But now you have this comically small, uh, little cup, of cup of bean. <laughs> totally. It's like, um, and it only like accentuates the size of the foot long. Like, the sandwich is going to look bigger mm-hmm. when you have a small cup next to it. Kind of like when uh, totally. like you're with a girl with really small hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just feel like the big the big king that you mm-hmm. are. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, well, enough on that topic. What else we got on the menu today, Eric? Um, I think that's pretty much everything for today, Ty. Um I guess we're gonna have to reconvene once there's some more subway news, you know, circulating the internet. But uh, as for now, you know, it's all about my weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are the most interesting of the two of us. I will give you credit for that. But I did enjoy our conversations about fluids today. I think we got through a few different, few different bevies. Uh, you know, just a few different bevies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. So you know what? We're gonna have to continue talking about subway on friday yeah and uh, twice a week for probably the rest of our lives so uh yeah. thank you breadheads for following us on this journey we have we have learned a lot <laughs> about ourselves along the way <laughs> yeah but we ain't done yet we're, we're far from finished far from finished. oh you thought you thought it was over ty no we're like we're like two bites in <laughs> we're only two bites in <laughs> <laughs> coming up on that one year though is that it's july or something right damn time flies i can't believe we've been doing this for a whole year of my uh very young life absolutely well uh thanks again to the breadheads and we will chat soon yeah Bye. remember instagram only fans twitter follow us you know, <laughs> you know the deal give us a five-star rating on apple like mm-hmm. our shit on Spotify. If it's one of those big old heart emojis on Spotify. Yeah. If you're if you uh you know like to go to Subway with a friend of yours, then let them know that you are listening to this twenty four inch episode um of this Subway podcast and that they should do that as well. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we want we want Subway mob. Come on, breadhead breadhead army following. Mm-hmm. And if you work at Subway, go ahead and slide in our DMs with uh with a recent pay stub so we know it's you. Yeah, we have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Ciao.